0: So this is a nice day, first day of the week. So I wish you all a very successful week. And uh, let me try to share the screen in a minute. So today I'm just going to talk something about the kingdom of God. See, uh, the most important uh, subject of the New Testament, I can say, is the kingdom of God. Because uh, 162 times in 10 different books of New Testament, This subject is uh, talked, and 31 times uh, only in Matthew alone it's being discussed. So I can say the center of gospel is the kingdom of God. Uh, So when you see the John, I mean the early first chapters, we can see how John, so Matthew 3:2, the John Baptist Baptist preached about the kingdom of God. He said repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And when we see Lord Jesus, uh, when he started his ministry, there are so many references where he spoke about the kingdom of God. In Matthew four seventeen. for that time when Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Then again Jesus went around Galilee proclaiming the good news. The kingdom of God has come near. And in Luke, he records like that and he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. So this subject is very important subject. So added to this in the first century, St. Paul also preached this. Or when we read in Acts 19.8, Paul entered the synagogues and spoke boldly there for three months arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God and in the final chapter of Acts uh, they arranged to meet Paul on a certain day and came in every large numbers to the place where he was staying. He witnessed to them from morning till evening explaining about the kingdom of God and from the law of Moses, and from the prophets, he tries to persuade them about Jesus and the kingdom. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and with all, without any hindrance. So these are the verses, uh, I just, I mean, a few verses to say how the important kingdom of God was so important. See, as I grew up in a church in uh, 70s and all, there they used to preach, uh, once you die, you will go to the Kingdom of God. Uh, so in this world, you will have all problems, poverty and other things. But I always used to wonder, the preachers there who preach about poverty and after death going to the Kingdom, they were living in a very comfortable life and uh, they were driving nice cars. And, uh, that's, I used to wonder, what do you they are preaching, in this world you will not have anything, but once you die, you'll be walking on on the golden uh, streets, and so many things they were telling. So I was also a little bit uh, confused. Uh, But the real kingdom of God, what the New Testament and the New Covenant believers uh, believe, they enter into the kingdom of God as soon as they accept Lord Jesus Christ as the king. So, this revelation, even now, many people may not uh, accept it and may, they will not uh, digest it fully. Oh, is it the kingdom of God starts here? Because the same problem Jesus also had when he talked about the kingdom of God to the those days uh, Pharisees and uh, Sadducees. So, I just uh, quote a verse from uh, Luke 17, 20 and 21, some Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom of God would come. His answer, Lord Jesus answered, the kingdom of God does not come in such a way as to be seen. Then he says, no one will say, look here it is or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. So we should understand one basic thing that the kingdom of God is within you. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our King and our Lord, the kingdom of God starts in us. So this is a, I don't know, because we, none of us lived under any kings. We Hmm. all live under a government and corrupt politicians. So we don't understand the real uh, blessings of a nice king ruling and the, ni- the kingdom. See, we can even now we can take a, a example of the Switzerland, where only eight million people they live. There, the government takes care of everything. There, from the birth, the medical thing, then the education they take. All the roads are everything. The government looks after. Even if you lose your job, and even if you lose the house if you can't afford to pay the uh, mortgages and all. You are given a nice place to stay and a dole is given by the government and a nice Wi-Fi is also given. That's what I learned. So everything is looked after by the government. So even now in this world, the government can be captured all their needs, all their things. We must be wondering, we say we have accepted Lord as our uh, king and savior, then why Christians suffer in this world? Why Christians are getting sickness? Why Christians are getting into poverty? These are the questions that we may be asking now. So when a king, when, because in heaven, when we die here and when we go to heaven, there is no sickness, there's no poverty, only happiness there, there's no tears. But when we say that the kingdom of God starts here, when you accept Jesus as a king, and Jesus taught us the kingdom of God is within you, then why it's happening, it's not happening. So we should understand one's basic concept. Each country has got its own rule and regulations, their laws. For example, in India, we drive left, keep left and right. That is. The motor law of the Indian government, but when I go to United States, if I say I have been in India for so many years driving at keep left, and if I drive there, I'll meet I'll get in an accident. I'll die because there in USA they drive keep right. They always drive on the right side of the road. So like this, every kingdom has got its own laws and rules so we should understand what is the law and rules of the kingdom of god and then at least we try to cooperate and act and live with these rules and definitely uh, i can uh, assure you that what all the blessings of the kingdom of god we can inherit see the law of the kingdom is totally different from the law of the world jesus said love your neighbor as you love yourself if somebody slaps you at one cheek, show the other cheek. If one fellow pulls you for one mile, go with him for two miles. If you ask for a shirt, give you your old coat also. So, if you want to be a leader, be a servant. So, here the laws are totally different. So, I like to stress this morning, because the time is very brief, only two things, very important things in the kingdom of God. One is the word. What we speak is very important in the kingdom of God because Matthew talks uh, the word as word of the kingdom and Mark talks this as a seed, and so the seed and sow the seed, sow the word and Luke talks the word as the seed again and John talks word was God. So Bible talks about uh, <clears throat> profound truth, uh, about a truth in Galatians uh, uh chapter 678 if you think you can fool god you are only fooling yourselves you will harvest what you plant you will live to satisfy your sinful self so this verse clearly says what we sow we are going to reap so uh, that's a promise that God is given in Genesis 8 as long as the earth continues there will be sowing and there will be, uh, I mean, harvesting time, planting time and a harvest time. And in Mark 4, 26, 27, Jesus said, God's kingdom is like a man who plants seeds in the ground. The seed begins to grow. It grows night and day. It doesn't matter whether the man is sleeping or awake. The seed still grows. He doesn't know how it happens. See, as a King, as a person, as a child of God, as the, uh, we are under the lordship of Lord Jesus Christ and in his kingdom, we should know how to speak. Many times we speak a lot of negative words. We talk normally, it is not possible. Oh, that prices are going up, we cannot do it. So these are the negative words are not the kingdom words. With God, all things are possible. I can do all things by uh, through Christ who strengthens me. So we are always expected to talk in alignment with the word of God and the promises God has given. i just like to uh, take you to a I mean, scenario. I mean, a, a story from the Bible in the Old Testament where a man of God speaks according to the word of God. So we all know the I mean, uh, Elijah and uh, Zharabed, uh widow. See uh, that when you're free, you just read it on 1st Kings 17 7 to 16. This incident is written so that ca- uh, country was in a drought, and God asked Elijah, Go to Zarebath in Sidon and stay there. There is a widow there that I commanded to take care of you. So, this is the word. God spoke to Elijah, So, and we know he goes to that uh, village and he found that uh, widow. She was uh, picking some sticks because uh, that, uh, I mean, uh, the famine in this country, in that place was so much. They had little to cook, eat and die only. So, (laughs) look at this. God says, I have commanded to take care of you to a widow there. But the condition of the widow is very pathetic. She's go, she wanted to die because there is nothing there. So look how uh, uh, I mean Elijah talked to him. He says, the Lord, the God of Israel says, that jar of flour will never be empty and the jug will always have oil in it. This will continue until the day the Lord sends rain to the land. But... God never said that, that uh, these things. He said, you go, that uh, widow will feed you. I have a place and the widow will take care of you. But he speaks in alignment with God's thing. He says, when if God is going to feed me through this widow, the jug and the jar should not go dry. So he speaks, the jar, that flow, flour will never be empty and the jug will always have oil in it. This will continue until the day the Lord sends rain into the land, and we know the story. So, after when the till the uh, I mean, uh, drought was over, a god fed uh, Elijah through that widow. So, in the verse 16, we read like the jar of the flower and the jug of oil were never empty. This happened just as the Lord said through Elijah. So, if, why I'm putting this, uh, we are supposed to speak always in alignment with the God's promises how we can speak in alignment with the God's uh, promises. Only when you read the word of God, when you meditate the word of God, day and night, you can speak always uh, the, in alignment with uh, God. So all the, the Bible, all the promises are for us. And when we start, when we know the promises, where to speak and when to speak, when we start speaking, uh the things gets changed, which we do not know how. When we plant a seed, how what's happening under the soil, we don't know. But it, it happens and it grows. So God created man with a purpose, one because uh, uh, Psalm 115, 16 says, "Heaven belongs to the Lord alone, but He gave the earth to us humans." And in Genesis, when He created the the man, in Genesis 1:26-28, He has clearly written the purpose and the, how to handle the earth. God said, let us create man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing in this creep upon the earth. So created man in his own image, in the image of God created, he him male and female created, he then And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over everything that moveth upon the earth. So, heaven belongs to God, and He gave earth to humans. And not only simply he gave the earth to human he gave the authority to rule to have dominion over everything so in uh, what i mean in faith uh, we have to speak uh, how god speaks only because he has created us in his own image so i'd like to show a couple of verses in romans 10 8 to 10 But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word, the message, the basis of uh, faith which we preach. Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that is recognizing his power, authority and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes, in Christ as savior, resulting in his justification, that is being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in confirming his salvation. The salvation means not only coming out from the sins. Salvation contains all the prosperity, uh, health, and power over the uh, curses and everything. So God has uh, created us to do- have dominion over this world and the power he has given us in the tongue—that There is life and death in the power of the tongue. You can speak life to your business. You can speak life to your children's future. You can speak life in any way. But normally we speak always negative things. We speak failure. We speak uh, always uh, unwanted things, uh, negative things to happen in our life. See, we are created in God's image. And you know how, how God created everything in Genesis 1. God said, let there be light and there was light. And God said, let there be a." For a moment in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the water from the water. In verse 9, Lord said, Let the water under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And verse 11, and God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, herb, yield, seed, and the fruit tree, ending fruit after this night, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was there. So uh, the main Uh, Law of the kingdom of God uh, is our words, what we speak, whether we speak to create things or we speak to destroy things, whether we speak words of life or words of death. So this is one of the principles and one more principle I tell and close. Uh, So that principle, uh, so uh, giving and receiving. In the kingdom of God. So, this is another profound principle uh, in the kingdom of God. When you give, you receive it. So, I'll show you. Uh, John writes, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So, John is emphasizing us to prosper in all things as our soul prospers, as we understand the word of God and when we start uh, acting, when we start uh, obeying his word and when we apply the principles uh, we will be prospering in all things. Uh, Grace and peace be multiplied as Peter writes in 2 Peter 1 to 2 to 4 multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power has given us all things that pertain unto life, see, and godliness. So, all things pertaining to this life is given to us. So, we have to claim it by speaking all the promises God has given to us and speaking in alignment with Him. And also, we have to give because our God is a super giver. He gave his only son to redeem us. So we cannot outbeat our God by giving. But when God blessed Abraham, he said, read Genesis 12 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you abundantly and make your name great. So this is a blessing God gives. So we always talk only about these three things. But we never talk... The fourth thing for what he is giving all these things. As you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. So the main purpose of God blessing us is not to not for ourselves alone. The main purpose for God's blessing to us, it should flow through us so that we will be a blessing to others. And in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 9.11 Paul. Like, you will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous. And this generosity administered through us in producing thanksgiving to God. So when God blesses us, that say thank you to God is in the form of generosity. So that's what Paul tries to uh, explain here. And in Acts Again, uh, it's written like this I always, that Paul says, I always showed you that you should walk just as I did and help people who are weak. I taught you to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. You will have a greater blessing when you give than when you receive. So I just close with this uh, when you accept Lord Jesus as your king, as your lord, you commanded his kingdom. And in his kingdom there is abundance, there is no lack. So this, we should understand this principle. We will be living in this world. Outside it will be poverty, but inside you will have the richness of God. And you will be successful in all the things what you do. But learn to speak from this day. All things are possible, with lord jesus never speak a negative word god has promised that you'll be a head not as a tail and you'll be a blessing to many many nations so then you talk like a, a talk like as god because he has created us in his image so our we should also talk like him only so, and he has kept life and death in our mouth so in this kingdom we should talk always life not death well, with this uh, I just uh, close it. And uh, shall we pray or you have any prayer points? We can pray and uh, close. Shall we pray? Our loving Heavenly Father, Father God, we thank you for this morning, this wonderful day of the first day of the week. Lord, you be with us. You bless us. You teach us how to speak in everyday situations as we go to the marketplace, to the workplace. We'll be facing a lot of challenges, Master. Give us the authority to speak your promises over the problems, Master. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Master. Let the word from my mouth and even in my thoughts, therefore, all the promises you have given, let let me remind every day and speak about it, Master. Give us, every one of us, to understand that we are in His kingdom. In His kingdom, there is prosperity, there is success, there is uh, health, and there is and no curse can overtake us, Master. We are protected by you. You are a good king. You are a master. You are our Lord. In Your kingdom, Master, everything is uh, looked after you, by you, Master. So seek seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added unto you. Everything, our all of it is. Look at the birds. The millions of birds, Lord, is feeding Master. We thank you, Master. We never read none of these days any of these birds died of poverty. We praise you, God. We look into the uh, grass and how beautifully you grows, them, Master. And we know, Master, that our Heavenly Father knows all these things we need. We trust you, Master. We are in your kingdom and you are our King. You are going to look after all these things.